0: Hey, welcome to the Happy Ram Podcast. I am Ted Cluck, joined as always by my good friends and partners in radio, Barnabas Piper and Ron Martin, and the guy who's mowing Pipes' lawn right outside his window. Uh, we are all here. Trying, trying to do rich people things. Doing rich people things. We're, we're all here in studio, uh, ready to make radio magic. But Piper, um, you shared a distressing bit of news with me, which is that uh, it sounds like Dwell Bible is kind of taking a break from us. Um, it's not a breakup. It's just a break. So they're they're taking the month of December off, which means we have a new sponsor for today's episode. Uh, so Piper, yeah, it, it, it was it wasn't us. It was them. Yeah, um, yeah. Just to just to be, they clear. just need some time. Um, yes, need to, need to date Jesus for a little while, which which is good for a Bible company. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, so we, yeah, which gives us a chance to date an entirely
1: different wonderful organization for the month of December. So that's what we're going to do. Piper.
0: Who are we dating? Who are we taking a coffee right now? Who are we getting to know?
1: Uh, we, yeah, we're going to go have a wonderful get-to-know-you conversation with Compassion International, there we go. actually. Um, so most of our listeners will probably have crossed paths with Compassion at some point. They're a pretty, uh, pretty well-known organization dedicated to alleviating poverty around the world, especially in caring for children. So they've set up a special link for our listeners. Uh, if you go to Compassion.com slash The Happy Rant... Their big thing is sponsoring children. That's sort of the main way that they work with uh, churches and individuals to take care of kids around the world. So if you go again to Compassion.com slash The Happy rant, you will see uh, just an array of photographs and a chance to sign up to sponsor uh, children from Bangladesh, from Bolivia, from Haiti, from Togo, from Ecuador, kind of all over the world. Um, And they have a really great system set up where it's a so it's a it's a monthly donation along with a clear set of instructions on how to be in touch with these kids, how to essentially develop a long distance relationship where you can see a child of four or five or six years old all the way through their school age years. Um, supporting them, making sure they have school supplies, food, etc. They also have a whole bunch of links on here that help you just understand the scope of what they do. If you just want to do a one-time donation or understand how they use the money that you're donating, if you're somebody who's, you know, you're you're concerned about the ethics of things. So again, go to Compassion.com slash The Happy Rant. And we would we would love it if our listeners just signed up to sponsor a ton of these kids. There's there's dozens on this page, as well as they have they have a lot available. Um, there's just a lot of need, and. Uh, what better time than heading into the holidays, heading into the new year to take on this as a chance to be generous, to give, to use the money that God has blessed us with to take care of somebody out there who is uh, who has less than we do in a material sense. So, again, compassion dot com slash the happy rant. Go and sign up to sponsor one of these kids. Um, that would be awesome. Wonderful pipe. Well said.
0: I like it. And speaking of. Have you guys have you guys ever sponsored a kid? Yeah, I, I actually have a weird story about that. Can I, can I lay it on you real quick? <laughs> it depends on how weird, but sure, go ahead. When have we ever stopped each other? It's weird in as much as, okay, so this was like a decade ago. And I'd, I'd been contracted by a Christian publisher, I'm not going to say which one, it's not about that, um, to write a book about Christian music, about CCM. And uh needless to say, the book never saw the light of day. I think the manuscript that I turned in was just a smidge too cynical. Uh, imagine that, but um as a part of writing this manuscript, I had to go to a series of concerts and like festivals, and um I went to this concert one time, and there was a band who like kind of held the whole audience hostage in that they wouldn't start playing their set until like all these um Kids had been sponsored, so they literally like had the folders up on stage, and people were like raising their hands to to come and sponsor these kids, and they wouldn't start playing until they were all gone. So, um, it was it was weird. I, I didn't sponsor one that night because I had just finished like paying for two international adoptions, and we were broke. But um, I still felt kind of kind of guilted into it. I mean, that's that's a sort of long term. It's a long term sponsorship. sponsorship. It's a
1: long game. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's it's yeah. <laughs>
1: We we encourage international adoption on this
0: podcast as well. We do. Or domestic. Absolutely. There's there's a lot of ways to there's a lot of ways to do this well. Absolutely. And um you know what else we encourage, Piper? People to buy expensive bags from uh from saddleback leather. And if they've if they've got a few dollars left over after sponsoring kids at Compassion, they can invest that in a exorbitantly priced leather bag and uh and we have some of those bags to give away today, don't we, Pipe?
1: We do. So listeners, you will remember that a month or two ago, I think it was the month of October, we had Saddleback as a sponsor and we promoted repeatedly, you can sign up to win one of these things or for a chance to win. There was no guarantee. Well, Saddleback has come through with the winners of the five different items they were giving away. So this is the announcement of who those winners are. Man, this is huge. Uh, Saddleback will follow up this saddleback will follow up with the winners to make sure that you get the get the item, uh, hopefully in time for Christmas to make it a, a very merry Christmas for you. <laughs> but here they are. So for the front pocket ID wallets, that's like the thin, really nice leather wallet uh, that goes out to Casey Hodges. Congratulations, Casey! You Casey. won the wallet. Ace. Uh, yeah, you you. so you will now be the person who pulls out your wallet at a Starbucks or at the grocery store and the person on the other side of the counter will go, where'd you get that? Yeah. That's pretty sweet. Oh, yeah. So you get to be that guy, Casey. It's a
0: conversation starter.
1: All right. Yeah. Then we have the little big mouth toiletry bag. Um, <laughs> this goes out to Kelsey Mattis or Modis. Uh Kelsey, my guess is you probably won't get the same comments because you won't be pulling the toiletries bag out in public as often. You will just feel uh, kind of extra classy as you are getting ready for your day while traveling. Like this would Ron. be perfect for yeah. Ron and all of his all of well, his hotel one. stays. Uh, yeah, all,
0: all the hotel stays. The travel... Experience. It's shocking I don't have one, boys. I'm just going to put it to you that way. The maid at the Hyatt Place would be really impressed with your travel. Mm.
1: Yeah. She'll, she'll walk in at about 11 a.m. when you're off at, at conference meetings, and she'll be cleaning the bathroom and replacing the towels and just marveling at the I might the have to lock the that thing up, bag.
2: actually. That would be something yeah. where I'd, I'd have to chain it up, right? It would. And the
1: notoriously secure hotel safe. Absolutely. Right. All right. Now we've got the Bear Trap pen case, Ooh. which I think of of all of the the sort of like classy, pretentious things that a person can have. Mm -hmm. I think a pen case or a pencil case is real high on the list. That seems
0: over the top for my like 75 cent Bic pens that I use. (laughs) (laughs) Would would that be a little bit of a mixed message maybe to have like a $400 pen case? Just a tad, Big T. Just a tad, just a smidge. Now, didn't didn't we read on one of these manhood lists? Like in order to be a man, you have to have a really nice fountain pen. Or am I making that up, Piper? Was that a thing? Oh no, I'm pretty sure it was on there. If not, it it you know it was implied. Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Uh, right along with your your belt and your haircut and your push <laughs> right. Um. So yeah, all right. So the bear trap pen case goes out to Sean Walker. Sean Walker, you are the winner of a pen case, which automatically makes you the person who everybody can't decide whether to respect, resent, or be jealous of. So congratulations. They'll hate Sean. respect you, Sean. And also, I hope you have some yeah, nice. That's pens. right. It doesn't even matter. You could you could stick anything in there. Like you could literally just stick like sliced up pieces of firewood in there. As long as you have the case, it it works, um, dude. And it's good if you are right, cutting your next.
0: own sliced up pieces of firewood and you are crafting. That's
1: right. Know? Also, also on a manhood Absolutely. list. Um, next, we've got the messenger backpack. Ooh. So, with bated breath, this goes out to Kyle Grant. Kyle. Kyle Grant, winner of the messenger backpack. Ron, is that the backpack you have? Do you know? Yeah, I have one of the messengers. Yeah, it's like a smaller
2: one. You can just fit like a, you know, a tablet in like your phone and a and a saddleback wallet inside of it. That's what I use it for. Mm. So it's casual, right? Just the casual. It's ca- when, it's when I guy. want people to know what I'm using, but I don't want to be too too flashy and showy mm. about it. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah. overly ostentatious. Exactly. Well. Correct. That's your so, that's your Ashland, Kyle, like, you know? It's my Ashtown bag for sure. I don't want everyone thinking I'm something I'm not, even though I'm something I am. So I I, I have that in place just to kinda keep everybody wondering. You know, you don't what want I mean?
0: them thinking you're some rich mega church pastor that just travels all the time.
2: It's more right, exact exact. It's more guy behind the guy bag.
1: Guy behind
0: the you guy know? behind
1: the bag. I like it. <laughs> so Kyle, Ronnie has given you a very good sense of what what you uh what vibe you will be giving off with your new messenger backpack? Congratulations, and and last and definitely not least, we have the baby beast. This is a oh. this is like a, a an overnight bag, a really nice leather overnight bag, um, which I'm sort of salivating at the thought of because it's, it's a beautiful <coughs> bag. Uh, this one goes to Will Standridge. Will Standridge won the baby beast. Mm. Um, so imagine somebody. <laughs> traveling let's let's hypothetically say i don't know ronnie (laughs) traveling with the baby beast full of you know flannels and jackets and boots and things also carrying in their in their front pocket the front id wallet um then they have the toiletries bag in the baby beast as well right like this is this is a full getup. Like a person could feasibly this this is a full travel getup, right? You got the here. pen case, slip. The wallet, into their... the toiletries bag, the pen yeah. case. Yeah. yeah. In inside the yeah, the pen case goes inside the messenger backpack, yeah. which they can pull out at a you know, at their nice small regional airport and and begin drawing in their moleskins or whatever oh, yeah. they favorite notebook Vision notebook. Yeah, is. just
0: writing down some some big picture stuff. Yeah. You know? Casting a little just, vision. Yeah.
1: Just it's a blue ocean out there (laughs) folks so uh those are our those are our winners casey hodges kelsey mattis sean walker kyle grant will standard congratulations you will hear from the folks at saddleback about getting those items uh congratulations on winning and
0: thanks for participating (laughs) in the sponsorship with us pipe nicely done and and nicely done by us to to nail down that sponsorship man it's been good working with saddleback it's been a lot of fun Uh, boys, speaking of fun, we have, uh, we have topics, we have things to discuss. And, uh, Piper, you, you texted over a cryptic one in our, in our pre-show prep. And I want to start with that. Uh, you said you had a like book promotional, like marketing question for the two of us. And I don't have to tell you that Ronald and I, as evidenced by our massively successful publishing careers, are book marketing geniuses. So lean on us, Piper, use us. Ron and I are a resource and we're here for you. So what do you have? Well, yes, as, as book marketing uh,
1: geniuses and as well as men of character, this is, mm. this is something I wanted to throw in front of you. So um, I, I have a couple books re-releasing <laughs> early next year. Um, and so, you know, you get your author copies, they send you whatever mm. You, I usually ask for a hundred because that's something that they could just send you whatever you know whatever amount of it doesn't cost them anything. Yeah. So then, this is the question: How do you give away your own books? So I'm not talking about the influencer list where you're sending it to people really hoping they'll tweet yeah. about it. I'm talking about like to a coworker or to a family friend or whatever. Where is <coughs> the line of? <coughs> hey, I want you to have this. It's brand new versus the line of, hey, I signed this for you, even though you didn't ask for it and I'm pretentious.
0: (laughs) That is a great question, Piper. And I'm going to let Ronald tackle it first.
2: Oh, man. So this is where I'm really bad about uh, self-promo, right? So I I always feel like it's a little presumptuous to uh, hand one of my uh, masterworks off to somebody. (laughs) So um, I don't know. You know, it's weird, man. I'll tell you what, though since i wrote this uh this kids book mm. that just came out um that one is easier right because when i'm handing it to somebody it's like hey i think your kids would like this here's a gift for you yeah um so that one comes off a that little that makes total yeah, sense yeah totally so it makes it a little less like hey i'm just trying to promote myself and i want you to read something brilliant that i wrote or whatever um so that one's been like way way more way less difficult for how i'm wired but yeah i don't i don't know i don't i don't typically um I don't typically do that. Now, close friends, family, I never feel like that's a big deal because they get me. And by get me, I mean my family doesn't get me at all, but I still don't feel bad about handing them a book.
1: Yeah. Um, for You just know they're not going to read it. So you're like, here, this can go on yourself. So, I know you they're know. not
2: going to read it. If they do, they're going to read stuff about themselves in it. So I'm half dreading that they actually read it knowing they're not, yep. right? Um, anyway, so, but yeah, the other thing, man, I don't, I don't know. We did a couple of, uh, for this book, we did a couple of, you know crazy, you know, social media, here's a funny picture, do a caption, we'll give away five books for the top captions, mm. but that's all just like incremental giveaways. You know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, what do you think, T?
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I I try to like, and the and this is the, like the evil inside my heart. I try to <laughs> ascertain like who should be buying one and who should get one for free. And it's all, it's all <laughs> unspoken and it all happens in my heart. And, uh, that, that maybe makes me the worst, but, uh, but yeah, if, if somebody, okay. So I feel like if they have resources, but they're trying to do the chief <coughs> thing and like kind of, kind of angle and like work me for a free one, then I don't give them one. Um, but if somebody shows genuine interest and they're like, oh man, yeah, that looks so awesome. I'd love to read one of those. Um, then I'll usually just give them a copy. Uh, and it's 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 never more calculated than that. I give my parents free copies of everything I write, even if they don't read them. So they got a they got a big stack of of the whole library there at, at their house, um, and they enjoy giving them away to friends sometimes. So I'll I'll flip them some extra copies. But uh, but yeah, there's really not a like super calculated method that I have for it. Uh, other than if I feel like somebody's really genuinely interested and or. You know they may, they may not have the extra cash-ish at the time to, to get one. I'll usually give them one for free. But uh, if I feel like I'm being worked in any way, like there, there was a book I wrote. This is a running joke at our church, the, the church we're currently at, which we love. <coughs> um, but like the adoption memoir that came out like 10 years ago now or so, um, I think as a church body, they purchased one copy of that book, but it's probably been read by 400 people. In that it's just been like passed around the church and dog-eared, and like it's barely being bound together anymore. That's how worn out the copy. It's so sad. Yeah, but <laughs> it's, so sad. it's so sad. In that it would have caught. You could probably get it for pennies on the dollar on Amazon right now. So, but but as you guys know, evangelicals are such a cheap lot. Um, you know the book. The book just gets passed around. But uh, and and I don't think that's an uncommon story for for authors. Um, so. In in all seriousness, Ted,
1: you should see if you can get that book re released because I think you were like three years early, yeah, or two years early on the on the adoption as popular. Yeah, no, we were like a
2: prototype, man. That yeah, crazy.
0: yeah. No, I know it. I know it. And that one, like to this day, that's the one that I get a lot of compliments on. You know, people really seem to enjoy it. And I think I was a little early to the like kind of sudden memoir game. You know, in that. You know, Donnie Miller had just dropped Blue Like Jazz, which was kind of his, you know, Portlandia, you know, deal memoir-wise. But, um, but, but, yeah, the the whole idea of telling a story, telling a like story that's contained in a in a certain amount of time, like that, really wasn't happening yet. Um, so, yeah, a, re- a re-release would be cool. Now, Piper, how did you not to get too deep into the weeds of how the publishing business works, but. How did, how did you get these re-release deals? Did you just reach out to the original publishers and be like, hey, I think this would have legs if we did a new cover, a new forward, whatever? Well, no, I, I, actually, I actually switched publishers.
1: Okay. So my first two books were with a publisher who will go unnamed, although if you have the internet, I'm sure you can figure it out. Um, and that publisher went through multiple leadership changes. So the people who I worked with when I wrote them and signed yeah. them have been gone for several years, which... And as an author, like you work with a publishing company, but really you work with an editor yeah. or a marketing person. Like there's there's you have an advocate or yeah. you don't. Uh and it got to the point where I I not only didn't have advocates, I I didn't I was like four generations removed <laughs> from that. Yeah. So and I didn't I, I I'm I try very hard not to be like a diva author. Yeah. Uh but I was like, they don't even show up at the Gospel Coalition or
0: That publisher is now owned books- by like a International arms dealer, you know, if you, if you go up the food chain.
1: Yeah, or, I, you know, I don't even, I don't know exactly what's going on with them, but, so my books, as <laughs> far as I can recall, have never been at a Desiring God Pastors conference, a Together for the Gospel conference, a Gospel Coalition conference, mm-hmm. like all the things that the Piper last name matters at. Sure. Um, and so... I just sort of shrugged and was like, um, "I feel like these would do better if they went to somebody who at least showed up to those things." Yeah. Um, not expecting much, so just negotiated a return of the rights to me, which basically go. means I had to buy out their remaining stock at a very you know essentially like at printing sure. costs, and then <clears throat> and then could take them to another publisher. So they're now with the Good Book Company, um, and. So, help my unbelief re-releases in January, and the pastor's kid re-releases in June, and I'm working on another book with the Good Book Company that'll be a new one coming out sometime later in the year. Nice. So, uh, yeah, it's I wasn't sure how it was going to work, but it's uh, I'm really I'm glad that they're in the hands of people who I, I think they get yeah. it, and so and then they're they're at they're kind of part of the right tribe, if you will, for where if if I have an audience, <laughs> they're in that tribe. So. It'll be I don't I don't expect major things, but it'll just be nice to have them in front of people and kind of give them
0: fresh legs a little bit. I like it. Pipe now how do you how do you deal with giving away copies? This was your question. So I assume you had some right. awkward situations. Well, I so my
1: biggest my biggest thing on this is I feel like a total douche yeah. to be like, here's my book. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But I also know that a lot of people feel very self conscious to go, man, I'd love a copy. Mm-hmm. And so there's this weird awkward like I don't want to offer, you don't want to ask, yeah. but you definitely want a coffee, a, a copy, and and you're the kind of person I would just give one to. Yeah. Like in my office at church, I have, you know, six or seven copies of the the former editions of my books and I'm happy to give them away. But also I'm not just like, "Hey, you want one yeah. of those?" because it have you, you remember the scene in What About Bob? <laughs> Where where Bob Wiley goes into Leo Marvin's uh-huh. office and he has like nine shelves of his own books and he's like Bob, there's a book I'd like you to read uh-huh. and he kind of hems and haws and then pulls one off and hands it to him. I feel like Leo Marvin when I give people my Dr. books. Doctor Leo so, Marvin, <coughs>
0: great character, great guy too.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah, lovely uh-huh. man. Um, it that whole that whole premise is where I was where I was coming from because there's a couple people who I work with who I would love to give one to, but I don't want to be that guy. Who's like, I wrote a yeah. book. I think you'd like a yeah. copy. Yeah, um, You know, so that was the scenario that I was trying to navigate. And I, I don't, I don't have any better sense of of how to do that because it's a personal interaction, yeah.
0: you know, yeah, for sure.
1: Or here's, or here's another scenario. How, maybe, maybe this is, maybe this is one that's easier to navigate. Um, periodically, you know, pastors will come through town for conferences and they'll say, Hey, can we grab coffee or something like that? do I bring my books to that and say, hey, just thought I'd give you these? Mm. Or do I just pretend my books don't exist?
0: Yeah, I usually err on the side of pretending they don't exist unless like the other okay. guy brings it up. Um, but yeah, then do you have to run back to the office? I don't know, man. The, the, the etiquette on this one is weird. Maybe you just stick them into your, your $700 saddleback leather bag, and if it comes up in conversation, you can casually reach in there and... and uh, produce a book, maybe that's the elegant solution. Um, Is, I don't know.
1: That that feel that feels so like. Oh, oh I just happen yeah. to have one of those with me. <laughs> I signed it to exactly. you, By the way,
0: I wrote your name in the flap and wrote a nice note to you, and I just happen to have it with me. Yeah, it's weird, man. There's, there's no blueprint for this. Ron,
1: Ron, do you carry, Ron, do you carry copies of your own books with you? I maybe, mean, maybe for like the first six months after releases in case you encounter somebody who needs them. Cause especially doing what you do, which is you're at a fair number of denominational and conference kinds of things where there's sort of a, a networky vibe. What, uh, how do you handle that? I mean, literally never. I mean, I'm so opposed. I mean, I've literally to this day,
2: never worn one of my own band t-shirts. You know I mean? I just, I just, I, I just despise that. Like altogether. It's like if somebody wants something, they'll ask for it. And man, if they genuinely want it, I'll give it to them. But the whole like, the whole like, you know, being too obvious about being too proud about being too promotional mm-hmm. about your own product. I, I just, maybe it's because i release so much product, you know, when you add up all the music. So I just,
0: ah, oh, it like just destroys me even thinking. Dude, now you should, I Piper and I think you should lean hard into the band t-shirt thing. I would like for you to go a week where every day you wear a different band t-shirt that, that you've been in and just I
2: literally don't think I could get it over my head I don't think I could get my big head through like the loop <laughs> they <laughs> need so, to make a bigger like, loop. it's they so make, like <laughs> I mean I'd be pulling it in and there's like those shirt would be resist like everything in me would be resisting I don't think my I don't think my arms would form like pulling it over my <laughs> my head like that I just can't do it I mean it's you'd it's be so covering
0: it with me. 14 jackets anyway so like and, and you know what you got a point yeah you got a
2: point elegance you know and that's no judgment on anybody that does that. Because I honestly don't care. It's just a personal thing. Yeah. I really don't no, care. I get it. I, so, get it. I can't even wear one of our, our church t-shirts. I mean, I, I've literally never even like owned one of those. It just feels like, well, dude, what are you trying to say when you wear that thing? Come to my church. Dude, your, church your church has church t-shirts? is better. Yeah, of course we have t-shirts. Of course. That's amazing. We don't have of t-shirts. Of course we have t-shirts. Well, because, I mean, of course you don't. But of yeah. course we do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> of course you don't. Are of they Are they v-neck? No, we don't have Phoenix,
1: but they're but they're like that super meshy, like nice material. Oh, yeah, the super like soft cotton. Oh, they're beautifully soft.
0: You're wearing a they would resell for like five
2: dollars. Substance shirts, the gospel and the softest shirts in America. Oh, wow,
0: wow, boys! Can I tell you one more book story along these lines? This happened like this year. So I was having lunch with a friend here in Jackson, and. uh, We were at this place and we were talking and there was a guy like a table or two over. And I could tell he was kind of listening to us. He was kind of eavesdropping a little bit older guy. And um, as we were getting up to leave, uh, he sort of casually ambles over and he he put like a flyer on our table. And it was obviously like a very self-produced, you know, homemade kind of flyer. And uh, he was like, hey, I couldn't help but overhearing because I was listening to every word that... You know, you you <laughs> <laughs> couldn't help but overhearing in that I was basically leaning my head on your table. Um, that you you guys are authors, you guys are writers. He's like, I just want you to know I'm a writer too. And uh I want you to take these flyers and there's a little bit of information about my my books in here. Wow. And we're like wow. we're like, wow, okay, you know, uh that that sounds great, thank you. And he walked away and I looked at the flyer and <laughs> The, the the particular like sub 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 genre that he writes in is like erotica for older people and uh, wow. you know as soon, as soon as I read the title senior erotica what's, what's
1: the name what's the name of that uh, that community in Florida yeah, the villages Ted, I, the- I have
0: people who live yes there, sadly. It- <laughs> I know i was going to say you've spent holidays oh. there before.
1: Is this all set in the villages? Uh, if
0: if so then I want to die. But uh, but yeah, it probably is. <laughs> the villages has probably launched a lot of senior Erotica over the years. And I'll just uh, I'll just leave it at that. I don't think I've ever wanted to well, no. I'm not going to I'm not going to go in, not going to go into that, man. Um we we could do a whole app on the villages.
2: Senior Erotica
0: <laughs> Oh, I love it, baby. I love it. See, you're a marketing genius. Um, this guy needs to That's how my mind works. I to, don't give away anything. I just think of the thing. You got t-shirts. Got t-shirts though. I wanna I want to see these substance
2: teas. Can you uh boys, I just should send you, I should just send you a couple of teas. Oh, Let's do baby, it. Maybe send me you a know? couple of
0: teas. You can kind of sponsor Absolutely. you can be me and Pipes t-shirt sponsored for an episode. Absolutely. Where, I'll sponsor where you get an a
1: church t-shirt. Wearing a church t-shirt is like having a fish sticker on your car. Like there's there's no way to live up to that. I mean except uh, our I feel like... t-shirts look like band t-shirts, so you can't.
0: Well, and the name of his church is so <laughs> nebulous, like nobody's going to know what it is anyway,
2: right? Yeah, it's the title <laughs> of a Joy that's, that's Division fair. album, so you're everybody's yeah. just going to think everybody's literally going to think you're wearing a Joy Division shirt. You're you are in such good hands in our shirt.
1: Absolutely. You know? I just don't trust I don't trust myself enough to publicly <laughs> brand myself with something that like overtly
0: Christian. Because somebody's gonna go, oh, well, it's not yeah, like a hypocrite. Lord's Gym T-shirt it's, from the '90s. I mean, this is Ron we're talking about. You probably can't even see the logo. That's how minimalist it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> They're just blank it's, shirts. It's already, there is stated. no logo. Exactly. We just order blank shirts. No, no print.
0: Exactly. Oh, I love it. I love it. The, you know,
1: there's a total, like, that. that's actually kind of genius because it'd be like, you know, if the people are the church and and you are the witness, then, yeah, like, just the blank t-shirt totally works. You can do a whole sort of metaphorical thing can around that. You do a whole that, s- sermon series on that.
2: Well, boys, I mean, I'd, I'd in terms to in terms it. of logos, it really is small. So, like, if you're standing back 10 feet, you really wouldn't know what they're wearing, <laughs> you know? I mean, it's not, nice. it's not in your face at all, you
0: know? It's good that's marketing, it baby. Good that's marketing for the church. Do you have a little? Uh, do you have a little like nook or a little kiosk at the at the the building there where people can buy those? Like on a Sunday morning. It's
2: incredible to me that you would even ask that. Of course we do, I know, baby. So we have a little. We have a little kiosk that has our shirts, mm-hmm. it has books. Um, what's the? I think we've
0: had. What's the decorating? We've had some of your guys' books in there. Do you really? We, so of course, baby. That's huge. Of course. What's the decorating so, motif of the kiosk? Is it like? early industrial or is it, um, like woodworking or what's the hipster? Like what kind yeah, of hipster wheelhouse are we in here?
2: It's kind of just a typical, um, it kind of goes with the warehouse vibe where yeah. we just have like wooden shelves yeah. with the books. And then we have like a little like roll up, like wooden kiosk It has there like the go. shirts all stacked. Oh, I love it. Yeah, man. It looks great. Dude, you got one of those good.
0: little white, one of those little, uh, boards where you put the little white, uh, letters in there and it spells things like all the kind of uh, moms stuff
2: no i mean it, it it's basically the prototype of that okay we have like chalk oh chalk like write things yeah. in chalk and all that yeah, yeah chalk was
0: a hipster thing circa a few years ago
1: well, yeah it's yeah. also it which is now a mom like kids going back to school the kid holds the chalkboard that says like first day first uh, grade so you you got that vibe it's a
2: little around. dated we're, we're getting ready to move on with so, a little more modern touch baby what's yeah, next
0: what's the next hipster aesthetic that we're that we're leaning into
2: I don't know. I think it, it's going to be a little less um, wood and palette, and a little more. Uh, it's going to be a little more like magnolia mm. vibe,
0: dude. You know what? It's crazy. I was just reading in Spurgeon this morning, and he was like, kind of grappling nice through a lot of the same the hashtag humble. Yeah, brother. a lot, a lot of the same things he was grappling with. Do I go like traditional palette or magnolia? Yeah, you know, so oh man, that's all he talked about. That's all this guy. Writing, you can't get him all to shut doing. up about that stuff. He's wrestling. He's, he's wrestling. wrestling. He's For grappling. That. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, the Prince of Preachers wrestling. The Prince of Preacher. These are pastoral wrestling problems. through shiplap.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it'll, I want to be known as the Prince of Shiplap. Shiplap.
0: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> and and Spurgeon grappled with this, right? How how much shiplap? When do we, I incorporate it? You
2: know, these. I think he set the stage for a Big R here. I th- I'm just saying. Yeah. You know, he really did. I'm not Baptist enough to be into Spurgeon though. I got to find somebody else that I can align with.
1: You know what here. he? F- oh yeah, you're like you're like a Thomas Merton. Homeboy or something like that. You gotta go. You gotta go
0: or like.
2: Yes, you- yeah. I've never even read him. I know I'm supposed to, but I. haven't.
0: Baby, if you think Thomas okay, Burton and Eugene fight Pearson. the shiplap battle ahead of you, then you're crazy. So no, because you know he did. You know, you know he, know he did. did. You know nobody
2: he was- that fi- nobody filled with that much angst was not fighting shiplap battle. He
0: was really wrestling with the shiplap. You know what? What do I do? How much? How soon? um these are real issues guys to Boys- say
2: that it's not a real issue a real struggle is just denying what's going on in your heart that's you it know?
0: yeah i mean you look at the shiplap plank in your own eye before you look at you know
2: like <laughs> do that we need to write a new translation that, that's I mean, it yeah i mean i think that's it that right goes there. in the hipster I mean, study
0: bible you know
2: absolutely absolutely Hipster study Bible. I mean, do you think Crossway would be interested in that big
0: team? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. They're, they're already making calls. In fact, I'm getting a call off, off. Guys, I
2: just finished the book of Romans as we were talking. Oh, there right you there. go. I love it. I love it's it. short. It's really short. Boy, speaking of the, we don't want to, we don't want to expose it too deeply, right? It needs to be short and
0: succinct. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, you don't want to pull these guys away from their shiplap and their pallets and their, <laughs> their, you know, whatever. But, uh, Boys, we have to be pulled away from this program soon. But before we do, we got like five more minutes. Um, I wanna, I wanna ask you guys what you're watching or reading lately that you're enjoying. People like it when we do this, and uh, I'm gonna get us started with a weird one. You guys are gonna judge me for it. Um, so we're gonna pivot away from judging Ron for his ship lap. and uh, you guys can judge me for the fact that. Honestly, I was
1: more jealous of Ron than I was <laughs> judging. I mean, so it was, again, it was sort of like the jealousy judge, not
0: the I think that's wrong. Well, judge. baby, listen, judge as Spurgeon wrote, the shiplap is there for everybody, right? All, all you have that's to a do. great quote by Spurgeon. All you have to do is accept the shiplap. Okay. Now, does the shiplap do the wooing? Maybe. Uh, I think so. But it's, mm, it's, mm, it's there for everybody. I don't even know what that means.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. I like it, though. Yeah. I don't care what it means. I like it.
0: It's just pastoral, boys. I'm being pastoral. It is pastoral. You're the men of the cloth, though. I leave it to you to interpret the shiplap. I just, you know, kind of raise So's the top. So virgin, So So's virgin of you. Boys, the thing I'm enjoying is... Uh, did, did you guys... You didn't. I already know that you didn't. Uh, I feel like most middle school age boys go through a phase where they love professional wrestling. Piper, I, I, I could see you having gone through that. Ronald, definitely not. Um, yeah. I would say I, would say I dabbled. dabbled. Yeah, there was like ages, I don't know, 14 to 17,
1: kind yeah. of. And, and a lot of it was built around, it was during the Nintendo 64 days, and there
0: was a WWE versus WCW game. Dude, that, that was, was such a, a great game. A I remember hit. that. Um, so my son Maxim is like the perfect age for this now. And there's a new league... Uh, it comes on TNT, a new wrestling league, like to rival the WWE, and it's called AEW, All Elite Wrestling. And uh, I've started, yeah, I've started watching this with Mazzy, and uh, and we love it. We're like addicted to it now. We watch it every week. Um, it's like our thing to do together, and uh, deep nostalgic vibes for me, so uh, it takes me back to that middle school like time period where I loved wrestling and cared about it, and the thing about AEW is, um, like, there's no jobber matches. There's no like easy ones. So every everybody in this league is like a high flyer. There's always like tons of high spots. Um, it's really cool and it's really fun. And by really cool, I mean unspeakably dorky. Um, but but it's a lot of fun and we're enjoying it. Um, so that's mine. Piper, what about you? Reading, watching. What are you enjoying? Man, it has been like a,
1: a viewing desert for me the last several months, both because of lack of time uh, when one is on a writing deadline, yeah. one must prioritize things. But also just because I haven't seen anything come out that I'm like, man, that looks amazing. Yeah. Um, so, But reading-wise, I just finished up a book by Don Winslow called The Border. So it's a he did a trilogy um, about a DEA agent basically fighting the drug war along the Mexican border <clears throat> over the course of like three decades. So it's it cover covers, you know, thirty years of this guy's life or something like that. Um and it's he's one of the best sort of realistic fiction authors I've read. It's what this is one of those books that I probably should do a disclaimer and be like, it's a little gritty, has some content, sure. um, etc. But he's He's a phenomenal storyteller, paces the books really well, and then has a really good understanding of sort of the ins and outs of like the all the difficulties and and like the intrigue and all of that of the drug war, the political side of things, the individual effects on people. He weaves in bit characters and all this. He's he's a he's a genius. Uh, so. It's called the Power of the Dog series. The book was called The Border, but I just finished that. I loved it. I think Winslow's phenomenal. Nice pipe, Big R. What about you? What are you enjoying lately besides shiplap? Um,
2: dude, I got no. I got nothing, man. I'm a little more aspir. I'm finishing up Downton Abbey season six. Nice, and, uh, like I do every fall, and I'm a little more aspirational, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm married to a woman who doesn't like movies, but I love movies. So that's the one thing we uh, don't have in common. Mm-hmm. Um, so um. Matt, but here's a movie I want to see. Maybe you boys have seen it. Yeah. I want to see Ford versus Ferrari. Dude, Pipe and Christian I were- Bale and Matt Damon.
0: We were literally just talking about this off the air when you were having your tech problems. So my kid saw it. He's 17. And yeah. he came home absolutely raving about it, said it was like- it's, it's gotten great reviews. Yeah, it's kind of yeah. a Mount Rushmore for him, man. It's 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 on there. It's on his Mount Rushmore of movies. And uh, And
2: it's kind of like a movie that they don't really like they don't really make movies like that and you know, no. it's not a Marvel
0: Universe yeah, movie it's not right, so it's a one-off. It's going to be a one-off. Right.
2: Um so it's kind of a classic yeah. sort of end of year kind of vehicle. Great actors. And uh yeah, and I, I just I'm really it just looks great, and I, I'm
0: really looking. So, baby, it. I'm actually going to see it tonight, man. I'm, I'm you going. Are. Yeah, I'm going with my brother-in-law and all the nephews, and we're gonna we're gonna go check it out tonight. Just Imagine if
2: we were in Fort Wayne,
0: right? Oh, Maybe. baby, Fort Wayne, city of dreams. At that high place with the, uh, you know, the concrete bunker megaplex like attached to it. That was that was too good, Ronald. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was yeah. too
2: good for it to last, and it didn't last.
0: Then it didn't last so <laughs> exactly. It was too good. Unlike the show that we were doing in Fort Wayne. Uh, right
2: absolutely yeah yeah good times boys that's all i got man that's all i got sorry boys no
0: it's okay it's okay a little disappointing but your your mind is on shiplap and i i give you that because you're you're a pastor and you need to and and hall and holiday pastries shiplap not, holiday pastries
1: don't, don't sell them short that's Father, happening
2: right now down in the kitchen boys big yeah. m is just cooking ronnie ronnie
1: christmas swing. is ronnie christmas is getting into full swing here. oh it's full swing baking that's, all there.
0: all manner of things that you won't be eating so A cranberry tart oh. is on the menu. Now, boys. can you eat that? Is that on
2: the whole thirty? That will be consumed. Ah, oh, let it go for tomorrow.
0: There you go. I let it go. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta live your life, baby. Gotta live a little. Exactly. And boys, we have to, we have to all live our lives. Meaning, we should get off the air and draw this yes. episode to a close Please. because we've done what I'm we always do. Uh, we've wandered to and fro throughout these topics. And until next time, the Happy Rant is brought to you by Resonate Recordings.